I find often that a failure has certain signs that were missed so that when it eventually happens it's not really an accident it doesn't come out of nowhere and it's not an inevitability that we have to clench up for and wait to happen rather this talk will be interspersed with anecdotes to break up the monotony and so forth but first of all i'll talk about a cold day at my last paid internship in 2019 my name is nachi aniafulu also known as sally the third not very well known as Sally Third, but soon to be, by God's grace. Alright, so it was raining in the morning when I left the house. So I was with my umbrella walking down the street. Cars were moving as though there were no puddles. So I was walking on the drainage, the elevated drainage thing. I don't know what they call it. That thing shared that um, when it's raining, you know, water will be flowing inside it. When they do when they do road well and there's road in the middle and there's drainage on the two sides. Not when there's drainage on one side like you see in see in VI and some parts of Surrey, which is just you know, just so wonderful. It's like Lagos is moving forward. Real mega city type, galaxy brain type thing, like why city of the future. Anyway, so normally in lag for my wonderful people who live in Lagos, you know that when it's raining it's very windy as well. So I knew this, but I didn't know this, at least not on time. So I got out of the estate, and I think the first Okada I could see. We discussed the price a little bit, so we agreed, and we're on the way. So I'm wearing shirt, and I'm wearing a trouser with my belt, my shoes, and I'm holding my umbrella on this Okada as we carrying down the road, right? We're weaving through traffic, we're avoiding cars. Or passing, trying to pass around the pools of water that have gathered on the road over days and weeks of rain. All this while the wind was picking up, and at a point, the Okada is moving through the rain. The umbrella just unfurls itself. The rain just starts wailing on me, just like beating me. Left, right, center, rain is just beating me. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh God, what kind of day is this to start with? I get, you know, across the road. Then I get to the bus stop, then I enter the staff bus, and I sit down. Now, the issue, obviously, is that my whole body is wet, and I have a tendency to get colds, which some A people have, apparently, I found out. Previously, I thought it was just me, but I heard there's also some other A people. I'm here, you know, my whole body is wet, and first thing I do is I put on, I put on my sweater, and... So this is on throughout, throughout while I'm in the bus and we're going towards towards the office, right? When we get there, my trousers are basically dry. My shirt is is very wet and I'm wearing my sweater over it. My umbrella is still in my hand and I did not do anything about this, right? I was just like this for the rest of the day getting colder and colder as the AC in the office was on. Sometimes I'll open the window. Sometimes I'll leave the AC on. I couldn't even really talk with people. I'll just be I'll just be like shivering. I'll just be avoiding people and all of that. Throughout the day. And yeah, I think this is why I felt ill ill that week. And yeah, this is like a small thing, obviously. I just I thought it was like a funny anecdote to start start off with. Recently I've had like a bigger 
deal of a thing that's happened, right? A few bigger deal things that have happened, right? So I didn't pass my certification exam as law school bar finals. I didn't get qualified as a lawyer. I was supposed to have been done law school last year and started my life. You know, but I'm here, I'm 24, I'm sort of in limbo, right? Because I'm waiting for law school to open. Thank God I finished registration now. But I was waiting for law school to open up their portal to, you know, allow me to register. And in between that, like the highest thing I can do is get like an internship. And I don't have any leverage to ask for money because everything would just be like, oh, we're offering you, offering you learning experience, you know, so you can learn. So this while I've been trying to like establish some online ways of making money. Not saying don't show for now, but I mean, we keep pushing. Yeah, so I've, I had this law school thing, right? And it's like, I banged the exam. Failed three out of five courses, right? And for a whole month, like, from... Because I saw my results towards the beginning of July. So for the rest of July, all I can think about is, okay, what did I do wrong? Okay, what did I do wrong? I'm processing all the things that came before and everything. And there are parts of it, you know, that are not my fault necessarily. But people pass the exam. My mom would always say, you know, the people that passed, did they have two heads? Are they, were they smarter than you? And I don't know that for... I don't know if they were. I don't know if they were. You know, some of them must have just applied themselves more. Some of them must have just read more. Some of them must have just been better prepared than I was. And that's something that's out of my control, right? What has happened is out of my control. What I can do what I can fix is my next exam, right? I can do better. I can get qualified as a lawyer. I can start my life, right? Which will probably involve training my degree in a bin, but we'll talk about that another day. Yeah, so I can I have to move on from this, right? Because if I'm staying in in it, it's like, you know, when, when you're cooking, when you're cooking like um, goat meat, right? You're done with the boiling process and everything. You're, you have your stock, you have your goat's meat, it's very soft and everything, like it's falling off the bone and it's nice and whatever. Maybe you want to use it to start making soup that night or maybe you want to put it in the fridge, right? But at some point, you have to take the goat's meat out of the stock because the longer you leave it there, the softer it will get and, you know, there will be points at... There, there is a point where the softness goes from convenient to inconvenient so you need to take it off at some point in between convenient and inconvenient you need to take it off in law there's there's a principle called frustration which essentially means is in relation to contracts right so it means that a contract was not somebody was not able to fulfill a contract because of something out of their control right so the thing out of their control made the fulfillment of the contract improbable or impossible. So frustration in, in the olden days, right? This part of when they are teaching the history of the principle of frustration, they'll go through this. So back in the day, right? Something like fire, something like a uh, rain. So, you know, back in the day, something like fire, like a warehouse catches fire, right? It was considered akin to what we would call an act of God now, 
right? It's, you know, oh, my warehouse caught fire. The goods I was going to deliver to you, I can't deliver them anymore. Oh, sorry. You know, obviously, you have to make... You can't just say sorry because it's business, you know, so there has to be some sort of reparation involved. But the, the, the main thing is the person doesn't get the goods that they wanted, right? Because the warehouse caught fire. I mean, as time went on, it's evolved, right? Because there are things you can do to prevent fires, or at least mitigate fires. So that's what I'm talking about now. Things you can do to prevent or mitigate failure. Right. So let me use my law school thing as an example. Right. So what could I have done before? So when we're talking about prevention, we're talking about before the thing happened. Right. So I take my mind back. I could have attended a few more of the classes. Right. Especially the interactive ones. They had some classes on um, trials. So they did they did mock trials. Right. During that period, I wasn't feeling very, very well. But I wasn't sick enough that I literally could not move, right? So it was a thing where I just decided I was ill and then I decided to stay away from from that, right? Trial was a huge chunk of my civil and criminal courses. Civil was one of the courses I had a problem with, so that's something I could have done better. I could have read more. I could have read better, actually, because I did cover all the courses in fact one of the courses i failed was was something i was teaching teaching other people they'll come and tell me they have issues with this and all of that everybody was like you know this guy is a corporate guru well last last i know i know person how i get how i didn't read well enough maybe i didn't understand some things 100 percent because because the exams are very are very technical, more technical than what I've done before, right? So when they ask you maybe, okay, what documents you need to file to register a company, right? If they don't give you a number, you have to mention at least five. If they give you a number, you mention all all the, you you reach the number they asked you, right? And then maybe ask you the process. Whenever they ask you process, you have to get all the steps in the order that they are. So it's not just knowledge of um bulk right it's not just knowledge of bulk it's also knowledge of sequences so you have to know the sequences correctly and you have to be able to recite them and so on and so forth right i can't make any comments as to the efficacy of the exams because i've not passed them you know there's this thing you hear how many thousand times that you're only complaining because you did not pass you know is something we used to justify the system in in this country. A lot of systems in this country where things are messed up, but one person is doing well, two people are doing well, and it's like you two you can do well. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. But maybe there is maybe there are factors beyond the can and cannot that are affecting the people that are doing well and are also affecting you. So, again, but, but again, we're not talking about this. We're talking about the things that you can control. So, the prevention, I was talking about reading more. I was talking about um, attending, you know, performing, doing more activities with my, my course mates. Then also, I could have, you know, gotten my mind straight, right? Because I was shaky. I remember particularly on corporate, I was writing corporate law. I had it like I had a mental breakdown. Like, it was, 
I was just like shaking throughout the whole thing. I was just shaking. And I didn't feel that from the beginning of the exam. Corporate was like, was it the third, the third course or something? Fourth paper we had written because we started with the uh, multiple choice questions. But yeah. Yeah, so it was like that. And I could have done better with that. So that's prevention. Mitigation. So I'm done with the prep stage now. Mitigation is during the exams, right? What could I have done? Or what can I do to be better? So I take my time to read all the instructions to make sure I understand them, right? Number one, number two, I make sure I plan out my answers before I start to sequence everything properly to arrange it in a logical order on the correct order. Then I also make sure that I read everything when I'm done. And I'm not afraid to cancel something and start over again because all the one one mark, the way the mark law school exam is like half, you get half mark for saying this correct, you get another half mark for saying this correct, you get another half mark, you get, it's a ridiculous thing, but like it adds up, all of this add up to your, you know, your 100 marks that you get at the end of the day. So I need to make sure that I'm getting all the right things in the right places. Right to elevate my my score to the place supposed to be at. So yeah, that's um, law school. I guess a more relatable example would be like um, an accident. Most road accidents are pretty avoidable, right? You have um, something where somebody went to get drunk before they started driving. So being drunk impairs your senses and all of that, so you can't respond properly to maybe a, an Okada man, you know, speeds past you, or somebody's is entering your lane and they're not trafficated, or something like that, right? Or you just see somebody pushing wheelbarrow out of the way, or if you're, if you're up north, you just, like, see a cow on the road, right? And you're moving at speed. All these things are, like, avoidable. If you're taking your time, if you are moving in with a cool head, if you are observing everything as it's going along. So yeah, that's, I, I feel like, I mean, if we, are, if we can't prevent, and we should try our best to prevent, if we can't prevent, we mitigate, if we can't mitigate completely, if we can't, if we can't take on all the, um, remove all the negative probabilities, right? We can just forge on with a cool head, with a cool mind, we face, face the thing we have to do square on. And last, last, right? Failure is not the end. Something I've had to tell myself a lot this past year, basically. Failure is not the end. It might, ha- might have happened for a reason. might not have happened for a reason. Don't know. It doesn't really matter, though, because it's about what you take from it. You know, it doesn't matter how many times you get down. It's about the number of times you get back up. It's about your decision to do better. It's about your decision to be better. So you don't get down in the same situation. This is going to... I'm going to talk about football for a little bit, but like in football, you hear the story of someone like uh, Mohamed Salah, who plays for Liverpool, right? He had issues with finishing when he was at Chelsea. Then he went on loan to Fiorentina. Then eventually went to Roma. So I think it was on, when he was on loan at Fiorentina, he decided to work on his finishing. So 
he gets a small post and a pitch. I think it was at the back of his house or something like that. So he's training every day on finishing in tights in sort of tight spaces and he's training on finishing and he's working on his finishing. He's trying to improve. And obviously I think his coaches would have helped as well with that. Because when you talk about finishing it, it affects the club as well. But he puts in all of that extra time to improve himself, to be better. And I mean Mosala since he came since he went to Liverpool, he has had I think one of apart from uh, Messi and Ronaldo and probably Lewa Lewandowski, I think he has had he has been like the highest one of the highest goal scorers in Europe for like all the seasons he has been in Liverpool. He has been doing doing bits, scoring goals, scoring ridiculous goals. Every goal he scores a ridiculous goal. Every year, sorry, he scores a ridiculous goal. One from one tight angle, from one corner, one kind of volley, one kind like you know. And he's still improving, right? Still has a still has a ways to go, right? But if he just gave up, if all of the rejection, if uh, Jose Mourinho talking down to him, if you know people calling him a fraud, all of that, if he allowed that to get to him, he would not be where he is today. He had to have that mentality, that mental part, and he had to put the work in to get back up and to get better. Because, again, it's not just about getting back up. If I get back up from when I'm knocked down and I don't improve myself, right, next time I get knocked down, and my, you know, I'm, I'm, my body has taken, taken some, some wear and tear, I might just decide to lie down. But if I improve myself, I can take that next knock better. I can avoid that next knock. And I can do better. And I can be much better in, in, in my future, right? I'm not saying this as an authority on anything. If I'm an authority on anything, is you know, messing up a lot. Jesus Christ, like, number of things I've messed up in this life. But it doesn't end there. My life doesn't end there. This is not my life story. It's not the mess-ups. Those will be part of them. Those are part of the color, part of the flavor. My life story will be all the things I end up doing, all the amazing things I end up doing. And I'm going to do every single one of them. But part of the motivation to get there is the failure. Part of the motivation is the setbacks. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Sally the Third, also known as Nachi. And yes, has been let off your chest. Thank you very much to Daniel for giving me this opportunity. I really appreciate it. All the best. <laughs>